Amen. So I want you to read with me. Let's go to the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. We're going to start from there because the problem that we're going to deal with is in the mind. Slide one. Go slide one first. I want you to understand where we are going to start with. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Let's read. Sichabasaka sifela kyo shoka tibo. Wena kaubani unyedi sitse tibo. Kita unyedi isa. Ose solo uiba mu prista waka. Kaubani ulibete mulau. Wamudimu wahao. Lena kita libala barabahao. The book of Osaya is, if you read about it to you, pastoral elect. Please, your assignment, Hosea chapter 6, the whole verse 1 to verse 20. Just Hosea chapter 4, verse 1 to 19. You have to read it. The instruction here is about false prophets. Because the challenge that has fallen onto the church is that we are led by too many false prophets. Prophets who don't know, who know about God, who don't know God. They are very articulate when it comes to scripture, but they are failing dismally when it comes to the spirit of the scripture. Because what the devil has done has kept the knowledge only, but has removed the power that makes the knowledge potent and powerful. So what Hosea is trying to say, thank you, Hosea says, my people are destroyed. But let me show you that Hosea chapter 1, verse four, chapter 4, from verse 1, as you read it, it actually shows you, it says, hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel, for the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land by swearing and lying, killing and stealing and committing adultery. They break all restraints with bloodshed upon bloodshed. Therefore, the land will mourn and everyone who dwells there will waste away with the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea will be taken away. Now, let no man contend or rebuke another, for your people are like those who contend with their priests. Therefore, you shall stumble in the day, the prophet also shall stumble with you in the night, and I will destroy you. I will destroy your mother. Then he says, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Now, what I want you to take from key thing here is that your lack of knowledge is the point of your destruction. What you don't know is the reason why you have been destroyed. There are things that you participate in because you don't know. You found people singing something and you joined in singing. You found people doing something and you joined in because it looks good. But you don't know why. If, let's put it this way. Dr. Mars Monroe says, if you don't know the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. How horny. You will abuse anything if you don't know why it was made. 
If you don't know why people become priests, if people become pastors, you will abuse the pulpit. If it's about crowd, if it's about people must say, hey, he's looking smart. I, I look smart then. If it's about how I look, you have missed the peoples. If it's about how you look, smell, to how you drive, you have missed the peoples. In other words, everything that you do, find the reason why. If you don't know why, you are likely to find yourself in trouble. That's number one. You must find knowledge. Know why are we doing this thing? If you don't understand why you will abuse it. If you don't understand why we have worship time, you will abuse it. If you don't understand why are you doing this thing, you will abuse it. Because there was nice. It's normal. So my job is to instruct you on why we do some of the things. Number one, knowledge is a must in the church of God. The pulpit is a place of instruction. Is a place of direction. Is a place of teaching the word of God, infallible word of God. The word that says wrong is wrong, right is right. It does not choose creed or Christ. What was creed or what? Whatever. You have to know that. Hosea says, Go stay with the notes until I say change. It is important that we are there. Now, I want you to read. Sacron, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Hona tsohle di dumele hile. Impa hasi tsohle tenang limulimo. Hona tsohle di dumele hile. Impa nkeke kadumela hubuswa ki enwe yatsohle. Ere all Everything is permissible. And yet, not everything is profitable. This is grown people's church. today. Am I talking to Baba Tangol? Not everything is allowed in South Africa. You can change yourself the way you want. It's allowed. But is that profitable for your soul? What the Bible is trying to point at, it says, not everything that is allowed for you to do is profitable for you. Come on, among you must be able to discern and choose. If you are a fool, you will eat things that have got no business to do with you. Everything is permitted. The law says you can abort your child. It is after all your child. But the Bible says thou shalt not kill. It even goes further to say before you were born I knew you. I ordained you. I appointed you a prophet and a priest. How about that scripture? Before you will go with what the law says. How about that portion of scripture? South Africans and other people says, you can do as you please. 
permissible. I have now learned in this past week that they will be called what they call uniform exchange. Girls will now put on men's boys' clothes and boys will put on girls' clothes. It is permissible. It's, it's what is it's acceptable. But behold, church of God, everything that is not profitable for you, stay away from it. But this will make you lonely. <laughs> because majority of people will go with the with the, what is permissible? It's all right. But oh, blessed are you and me who walk the narrow, the narrow gate. It says there is a way that is big and wide. Many travel in it. It is nice, but there is another path that is straight and narrow. And this, I love it in Zulu. It bangosana. If with God you will have to learn to know loneliness, rejection, being labeled is part of your journey. They will not agree with you. But woe unto you who believe what is permissible. Paul the apostle says there is things that are permissible, permissible, but they are not profitable. What is this thing? Sila, think. If I were you, I would have found my already sermon. Because there are things that you are involved in. That is okay. But with God, it's filthy rex, stinks. It's allowed. It's allowed. God, you are not. Because you need to think. Remember, I'm dealing with the strategy of the devil. Remember, the eyes that are useless. Eyes are useless when the mind is blind. The eyes are useless when your mind is blind. We don't walk by, but by what? So your eyes, if you're going to live for Christ by what you see, you're going to be in trouble. Professor, um, I think it's Oswald, says, eyes that are looking are common, but eyes that are seeing are rare. Some of us, but we don't see. Some of us have got eyes, but we have no sight. Your eyes don't mean anything. What matters the most is not what is on the outside. What matters the most is what is on the inside. Many of us have got eyes that are looking. But we have few people that have got eyes that can see. Now let me go deeper and ask you this question. When you go into your spiritual life, 
when you go deeper or check up pillow bahao, what do you see? If you are to look into your life, what do you see? There's an old song I like from my dear brother, uh, Michael uh, uh, Jackson. Is the problem is the man in the mirror. Some of you have put so much, what call this thing, and then it said perfume on your face. What is this thing that you put? Makeup, that you have lost your true identity. You don't know how you look like. In fact, some of you are now scared to look at yourself outside the makeup. Let's bring it closer to who you are. Your spirit is not looking like what you're doing. Moewa how is far from what you look like. And let me tell you, woe unto you. Because on that day where you'll be dead, that very bad house that lady was talking about, breaking about your big house, you'll be taken to a house worse than small farm. But according to your Christian lifestyle, Kabonina, don't worry, that house that you see, Kiamtaung. And that one get Peter Wena. You belong down there, there. No, no, not even small farm. Way down there. Because you have not perceived the word of God. So the eyes that see, go to the next slide. The eyes that are seeing are very rare. Now let's look at two things. For the God of this world. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 7. For the God of this world has what? Has blinded us. There is a God here. You are not of this world. You are in this world. You are not belonging here. Here, we are here for 60, 70, 80, 90, if you are lucky, 100. But I'm telling you, we have a home. Man, when I think about my brothers and sisters and my papa and mama up in heaven, I have no fear of going because I'm going home. My sons once asked me, Papa, why are you like, I'm giving you time to get the scripture. They always ask me, when you are doing a funeral, there's this song that I like to see if you have been with me when I bury people. It says, I'm going home. My son says, Dad, when you sing that, it affects me. And I'm trying to tell you, you cannot overinvest here. You are investing with eternity here. While this thing is temporal, you must be a fool. You are putting too much on the thing that will soon fade away. I'd rather invest in my spirits. I'd rather be loved by you for now. It's for 70, 80, or 90, or 100 years. But oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We are worried about temporary stuff. The, the God of this world, read. Any 
Look at the kind how we have spelled that God there. We never refer to our God as a God. Small g. Our God is spelled a big God. He's spelled with a big G. Everything about God is big. So this one is a father-in-law God. He's subject to the God Elohim. God El Shaddai. God Jehovah. He is subject. This one he's the God of this world. Of this age has what? In other words, the purpose of the devil is to give you eyes but blind you. He does not mind if you have eyes but as long as you don't see. The God of this age has blinded who do not believe. People are blinded because they don't believe. Lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. So that they don't know the gospel and the glory of Christ. Who is the image of God. Colossians that in him is the, Jesus is the invisible image of God. Amen. You are blinded. Hari puleli, impa ribulela Jesu Kriste, hore ke morena. Me haile rona, ri pulela hore re bahlanka ba lona. Ka bakala Jesu, ho bane modimo o kileng wa re le sedi le hlahele fifing, ke wona o bonisitseng dipelong tsa rona. Ho hlaisa le sedi Let's ibo ya khanya ya mudimu e bonahalang hu Jesu Kriste. Now we have lost the light. If I say let's switch off all these lights, you'll see immediately it's so completely dark. If you have no knowledge of the word of God, you are walking in the darkness. If you have no knowledge of the word of God, you are walking in the darkness back to the notes. Because it's important that you must understand Jesus is the light of the world. And that word is the lamp unto my feet. For the God of this world, there's another version that says that, has blinded the mind of the believers. And the Mary once said, the power of sin is that it blinds the man so that they don't recognize what its true character. The, the danger of sin, it takes to you the truth knowledge and what is actually the character of the devil. The devil's character, read John chapter 10, verse 10. It is master plan. It is his character. It is his nature. John 10, verse 10. He does not change it. He cannot change it. It is his character. It is his agenda. 
He'll make you do something that is evil and afterwards he will condemn you. It is, I told you last week, a man saved a, a, a snake. And then after a while, the snake got healed and the snake beat him. And he said, how can you do this after I've saved you? He said, it's in my nature. The devil will always use you and throw you out. John chapter 10 verse 10, what does it say? Sinukwane hasiti haisi uutwa liutaba liutimeta fela nagitile ore dibe libopilo dibu bone kaufitisisa The thief does not come but to do three things one, the job of the devil is to steal. As I am preaching to you now, when I ask, I'm talking to you now, he's busy stealing from you now. Let me tell you how he's stealing from you. I say something and then you don't want, you are still imagining things. He's stealing the understanding of the word. He's stealing from you Focus. Some of them is stealing from them by making them fall asleep. You are here, but you are in dreamland. Some of them, he's making them worry about things they cannot change. While they're here, that's the plan of the devil is not to stop. You see, this devil is worse. This devil is worse. He does not mind to you to let you go to church. He takes the spirit of the church out of you. Last week, and you can tell if I were to ask how many of you were wondering while I'm preaching this gospel. And let me warn you, this very sermon is part of your judgment. This very sermon I'm preaching to you, it is what was going to be judged also to me. That's why people don't like to be pastors and preachers. Because you will be judged harder. You think why I'm telling you the truth? Because I want to see my father in heaven. I am not going to be interested about you and sugar coat too. I want to die and see Jesus. John, uh, where are we? John 10 10. If the thief cometh not what? To steal, to kill. If he has stolen something from you, he wants to make sure that it's dead already. You lose interest. You are no more interested in it. You are dead. It kills you. And if he can steal something from you, he takes you to another level. He now kills it completely. You find on Sunday morning, how no excitement about church. You are always bored. You are always worried about what next. You, are, you know better about the next movie than what you are worried about. Some of you are more worried about Ilembe. When you know the people are just acting what? 
You're worried about things that have got no business to save your future. You can hardly spend two hours, complete two hours of your life, immersed in the word of God. The devil's job is to steal from you and kill you. And when he has killed you, he takes you to another level of death, destruction. He eliminates you. There must be no trail of you at all. Because in case your grand-grandchildren may hear about your faith and make a mistake of coming to word of faith and learn the truth about the word of God. So he destroys you. Let me tell you a secret. Go check your friends who backslidden, who are saved. They are worse than drunkards. They are worse prostitutes. They are worse thieves. You know why? It's because the devil knows that they've seen the light, so he must destroy everything about them. He knows. They are worse. They've gone into what they, oh, here's the light. Thank you, Lord. They've gone into what they call now spiritualism, Africanism, Badrosism. They're now idol worshiping praying into gods of some universe and gods of the stars, gods of the rivers and they are worshipping the things. They have moved so completely away. The devil did not take away the sense of worship. He twisted their worship. Everyone that has gone into this trend that you are following now, what uh, they call Africanism, they all were singing in worship teams and praising and pastors and everything. They now have something on their hands and you know, I must connect to my ancestors. Ancestors have always been here. But because the devil saw that they were not deep in the word, he twisted it. Lack of knowledge. Lack of commitment. The devil is here to steal, to kill you. And he destroys them. He's destroying them. Everything that they gave to you. You saw that old man who even hides his face. Where he goes and bends the Bible at night. With the people. Go away with this thing. This, this book is a liar. The reason why he's hiding his face. Deep down in him. I can tell you. He's a child of God. Something went wrong in his life. And the devil twisted him. And he's got a bunch of people that did not want to be instructed, that didn't want to be corrected, that wanted to be all shout. I mean, they were busy in churches when they should have listened to what the Spirit of the Lord was saying. They were busy talking back to the pastor. And now they have a group of them going at night and saying, now we don't want this thing. As they were burning that book, the word of the Lord, as I told you last week, they were adding into their punishment. It is the plan of the devil. He must twist his weight. So we know that we must stay away from the devil. He's not your friend. Let not your mind be deceived. His plan, few points to consider. I want you to consider something. The, the devil will attack you with the spirit of blindness. He destroys the spiritual perception. 
you lose direction. You are blinded. You believe everything. These people, when they have lost the spirit, they cannot perceive the things of the people for who they are. Hababoni, deep into people. They see the outside. Number two, he has put the spirit of selfishness on them. I wrote these words that you'll find that they edit their own books. If you have written a book, you cannot see its mistakes. You are an idiot if you read a book. You write a book and read it yourself. That's why we have a, when we study, we say, you write a book and Tabitha gives it to me and three other people. We are going to see your spelling. We are going to see, critique it, correct it. Because they don't know, they, they criticize themselves. There's a pastor that's very famous of being the only right one. His name is Gino Jenkins, Jenkins or something. He's always talking about what uh, T.D. Jakes has said wrong. This one has said this wrong. He's, he's the only one. That's a devil. Gino is a devil. His church is full of small demons. Because it's only him who is correct. Any theology, any pastor who claims to be the only one correct, he is the agent of the darkness. Because in the multiple of counselors, there's safety. There's safety. If you preach the word, somebody must critique it, correct it, direct it, and say, you know what? You have to subject any word of God to the biblical principle of the book of, of, of Acts when it teaches about the church of Berea. The church must study and that's why word of faith, you are doing yourself a good thing. Go to cell groups. The 167 of you that did last week and that other week, you are better people, I can tell you now. Because there you are going to ask, what did Mruti say Yeah. Some of you WhatsApp me and say, Pastor, can you explain this thing? Any man of God who does not want to clarify and make it easier, maybe teaching, okay, don't just know. The spirit of selfishness. We believe in our self-rightness. This, this group of people today, Lord, I So we believe in our self-rightness. We are only willing to listen to people who say, who do, who act in alignment with what we believe. That is danger. Principle number three. The spirit of greed. We feed of egos. We are ego. It's all about us. It's this church. There is no better church than this. That's a lie. There are better churches than word of faith. I can tell you now. You have to look thoroughly, search for them. Not every place where there is a crowd of people saying Jesus is Lord is better. But there is people that are better than us. There are people I am learning from them. Everything I'm telling you today, I've read about it this week. I've studied somewhere. I've seen it somewhere. You have nothing. 
that you can say that you have never read. That's why when we write our thesis and masters and doctorate, we say, refer, recognize somebody. This thing you've read somewhere. You cannot be that clever. I remember when I did my MBA in 1980, 1992, 98. This professor says, none of you are clever. And we think we are doing masters, man. Masters, MBA, by then it was an important conflict. He says, everything you answer and is correct, tell me, where did you read that? He says, everything that is wrong, it's you. Everything that is right, you're going to say, you've read it somewhere. Where did you get that? The word of God must be referenced every time. When we say don't do this, we say according to the book of this, 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 this. It is not my opinion. The Lord does not want you to do this. Why? Because one, two, three, four, five. If you quote your pastor or your spiritual leader, it's because he's affirming the word. If you must not say Murutuaka we point out what did I say from where? Because you will be misled. The day who's about you must know I was the happiest person. That day will be my most beautiful day. Don't worry how I would look like. Sometimes some of us die with COVID, die with leukemia and sicknesses. Don't worry. This man here. Whoa! Well, he's the happiest man. Reference where you get that. Don't fall for the pastor said. Do I have a church, Machichi? Be very careful. Churches have the apostles of the devil leading them. Now I don't know what to tell you. You have to be careful of the scripture. Let's move on. Read, critique well, analyze well. Analyze well. Let's move to the next point. We we about to finish. Then the, the devil appears as the angel of light. Second Corinthians chapter 11, 13 and 15. He the devil will always appear as the angel of light. For it is God who commanded light shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Move. Finally, brethren, farewell. Become complete. Be, a, be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Because why? The church has got the demons operating and they cannot see them. The devil masquerade as an angel of light. People believe what the devil says because they are not willing to 
to discern the spirit, to go deeper into checking where and what is the source of this thing. We are not careful. This leads to the hardening of the hearts. People believe what they are told more than what is written in the Bible. False revelations. John 12, 39. The devil has hardened the minds of the minds and the hearts of the believers. People are hardened. They believe what they want. Read for me. I'm, I'm confusing you. Second Thessalonians 2, 10. We, I want to rush to a close. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10 to 12. Lika teto yose yabu hopo hubati melang. Hubani habakaba amuhela le rato lao rata niti. Bate babulu kehe. Kikaba kalo mudimu utang huba rumela moya. Watetu osebe zangamata. Bate badumele buhata. Hore hute hu ashulwe bose basakang badumela niti bampa bathabetse bogopo What we are picking up here and I want just to point to you two things The coming of the lawlessness is according to the working of Satan with all power, science, and laying, laying wonders. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. Because they did not receive the love of the truth that they may be saved. When you look at how the devil infiltrated the church. People were taking their hard-earned money. Real money. To go exchange it for fake money. At the hands of the false prophets. People gave their houses. To false prophets. In the name of receiving God's favor. People gave their hard and pensions. Because the man of God says. They were not aware they were saving the angel of darkness, masquerading as light. If you're not spiritually sensitive, you are going to be caught like this. Next week when I talk to some of you, some of you have lost money because you are fools. You think you can be rich in a week. You are a fool. The guy who knows how to make money is the one who took your money. That guy is clever. We are not careful. Go stay with my notes. We are not careful of what things we do. Lawlessness. We just follow what the people are doing. Note well. You will be caught. They will deceive you. They'll say Christ is never going to come. 
And if you believe them, you will be destroyed together with them. Part three, let's go. Because you are not willing to learn the word. Jesus is cautioning his disciples. He says, check your hearts and your minds. Don't be blinded. There are many crooks. And I said, we are about to close. Romans 12, 1 to 3. And beloved, I beg you, therefore, I beseech you, therefore, by the message of Christ, present yourselves a living sacrifice. Your problem is that you are not willing to present yourself before God as a living sacrifice. You are willing to do things as long as you are still remaining intact. When we come to God, he will have to take away some things from us and so that you can become what he has ordained for you to be. We are in trouble as a nation, as a people, as the church. Because people don't want to go where they have been instructed, where they have been taught. They want to go where there is an entertainment. If next week I can say there's a DJ, who's this guy who can answer over to? One? Yeah. My man, DJ Black Coffee, eh? God, there will be DJ Black Coffee in the house. Before you guys are here, this house will be full. Because people are more interested in entertainment. They don't worry about their lives. As long as they go to hell singing, it's fine. He's a great DJ. Well acknowledged. But I'm trying to show you what we have seen happen in churches. Churches now bring the people that are evil because they pull crowds. Then they stand on the pulpit. Then they contaminate the holy space. And you wonder why there's no power. It is because we allow too much access. And we give too much access. There are people that have got nothing to do with stage. And be very careful. There are this group of people who like to come on stage. Check them. Whatever they do, they want to come to the pulpit. Do you know, I want to teach you about perceiving the holy things. Next week, I'm talking about the Jezebel spirit. I want to help you. I'm, I'm in a mission to help you. I'm fighting during the week because the devil says, now you're waking them up. He's got work double shift to keep you asleep. Next week, I'm putting a caller next week. Because there's some devils we have to deal with. Brethren, I beseech you. I beg you. Give yourselves as a living sacrifice. I asked two of you raised, two few people raised their hands last week who are going to read what number? Ezekiel, ma? Ezekiel, you're right. And what? 
If you read that, you should be a better Christian. Why? Paul says, do not conform to the standard of this world. Everything that the devil is going to try and do is to try to make you lose who you are so that you can fit in. And I'm closing in the next five, two minutes. Mzondile can come. Five minutes or so. There are, there is what we call a good will of God. There is also the acceptable will of God. There is also what we call the perfect will of God. Now let's like a Bible student and a, 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 at least a, a, a D student of math, most if they were A, don't correct me too much. They were A students, D, I never, D, but when I got exams, it was not even there. So I'm a bad math person. But I was taught how to analyze thinking. Right, let's do this. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. My people are destroyed because they lack what? But it says because you lack knowledge, you have to divide these things. There are things that are permissible and things that are what? Profitable. Because if you can separate the two things, you will avoid the plan of the devil, which is to what? To steal from you, to kill you, and to destroy you. And if you can survive on those things, you won't fall into the trap of the lies of the egos, the spirit of deception, the spirit of egotism, and all those elements that are there. Because you will be rightly dividing the word of truth. What is right and what is wrong. Isn't it? And when we can do that, you are able to come before God and say, Lord, open my eyes, let me see. The Bible theologians teach us that Jesus did more miracles of healing the blind people than any other miracles in the Bible. I'm not sure about it. You can check it and correct me next week. And the reason why people, people were blinded, some of them, when you are blinded, it does not mean you don't have eyes. Now, I want you to go deep in your spirit. What do you see in your spirit? Only a few of us are bold to say, if the Lord was to come today, I would gladly lift up my hands and say, Lord, I'm ready. None of, a few of us. There are days where I will not lift up my hands and say, I'm ready. But as an old prophet, an apostle Paul says, those that have that desire, there are times where I say, Lord, don't come now. Son, you will go to hell. But oh, but by the grace of God, I purify myself. Because I don't want to be like the apostle Paul says, after I've preached to all of you, I am the one who's going to be thrown away. Woe unto you. Who would have attended all the services of word of faith. Heard the word of God. Sometimes last week I preached with eight stitches in my mouth. Paining like hell. 
I'm left with one in my mouth. I preached because I know this is what I'm called to do. And I love Jesus for one reason. When I'm weak, that's when he's very mighty with me. Mm, 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 mm. So I'm closing and say, do the good will of God. If you're good at doing the good will, try to do everything that is acceptable for a child of God to do. If you get there, you are now starting to walk in the perfect will of God. The perfect will of God, God does not show you the steps, how far. He only takes you to the first one. But there's an old song that's where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. The last as we close. Second Corinthians 3, 16 is when we repent. Repent means turn around, change. You will not see blindly. The veil will see. But we have done see well. May the veil be opened in you. Bit by bit. Steady. Steady. No rush. But surely. Can we bow our heads as we pray?